Next on the Smee Show, we have our special guest. He's a pop star on the rise, and he kind of gets some credit for being one of the reasons this show even exists. Take a look. Will J is a pop star on the rise. Once a member of the boy band I Am Five, Will has been a solo artist for years, infiltrating the music industry. He describes his sound as pop with a sense of humor and a unique perspective on young adulthood. The music off his latest album, Perfectionist, has been streamed over 10 million times, and he has over 300,000 monthly Spotify listeners. With an ever-growing audience and new music always on the horizon, he says he strives to redefine what it means to be a man in today's crazy world. With over 200,000 followers on social media combined, I'd say he's doing just that. Welcome to the SME Show, Will J. Hi, so happy to be here. So I have to ask right off the bat, because I w want people to know where you are, because I thought it was really cool right when we hopped on. Where are you right now? I'm currently actually at my friend Keaton's studio, who's producing a lot of my next music that is coming out. Nice. And uh, hence nice. the kind of dim lighting, but um, <laughs> it's all good for making it work. Uh, but I'm very, very excited. I, I'm excited. So you just released a new song th three weeks ago, two weeks ago now. Um, yes. Glory Days, right? Yes. I love it. I am a very nostalgic person. So lately, a lot of your music has been about your nostalgia of your childhood and your yeah. youth. I want to ask right off the bat, where are you in your life right now that that's becoming an inspiration for a lot of your new music? Well, I think... I've kind of over the last year or so had time to kind of sit with myself and mm -hmm. ask myself those harder questions, I think, as we all do. And mm -hmm. I think a big question for me is where did the, I don't know if you know anything about like the inner child work, if it's basically you kind of reconnect with your younger self before okay. that you got jaded, before you kind of got you know, the world kind of made you, mm -hmm. I don't know, dimmed your light a little bit. And yeah, I think yeah, yeah. having a lot of time to myself, I've kind of really tried to get back in touch with why I make music in the first place and why. Mm -hmm. And I think about that 11 year old kid that was like, so, you know, shameless and would go up to anybody <laughs> and sing for anybody and play my songs for anybody. And yeah. I'm not saying that I'm so far away removed from that, but I definitely mm -hmm. kind of retreated inward um, as the mm -hmm. years went on. And so to answer your question, I think being in that world of reconnecting with who I used to be in my past, I think it's brought up a lot of feelings of nostalgia about, you know, mm -hmm. looking around and feeling like the world looks a little different than it used to and, you know, missing people from my past. And totally. so, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe yeah. it's just me being also super nostalgic. Yeah, because it's definitely of a 180 from the music that's on Perfectionist, which is your latest album. A lot of dark undertones. Yes. Um, but with that Will J joyful pop essence that is one of the reasons why everyone loves you, which was nice, you know? Thanks. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's interesting. I, I listened to, honestly, after you reached out to me, I kind of, mm -hmm. I went on a walk and I listened to Perfectionist and... It's pretty wild to not feel like that anymore. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. no, yeah. 
it was very cathartic for me to make that. I was going through a lot at mm-hmm. the time, and mm-hmm. I was, I think that album outlines it perfectly, kind of all the different <laughs> facets of my anxiety that were kind of coming to the surface. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to create from a place now that's st- that, that, of joy and of happiness. Yeah. I think I very much bought into the misconception that you can only create from a place of darkness or sadness to make art that's compelling. Yeah. And it's been interesting juxtaposing that with now and and i i my my next project that i'm working on is definitely still going to have both it's definitely going to still have the highs and the lows because i think Mm i am just an observer of the human experience and i don't think anybody has just a happy or just a sad experience yeah but yeah it's been interesting to kind of play with light and darkness as opposed to Mm -hmm. perfectionist which was (laughs) mainly darkness through darkness only comes light so it's you know it's all necessary and it's all beautiful at the end of the day but it was yeah, definitely yeah. some darkness <laughs> yeah well as you were saying that i laugh at that tweet you made the other day when you revisited perfectionist you said damn i really did that i'm that, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did that <laughs> you did that no it's uh i would <laughs> yeah it's pretty amazing i almost feel like that that tweet it's funny yeah i mean i definitely was giving myself a pat on the back but it also was an interesting <laughs> complex to feel like i don't feel like that person anymore i don't think i can make that music again if even if i wanted to um yeah and it's i'm sure a lot of artists feel that way and i'm sure you can relate you know anybody you know they you look at something you did in the past your past work and it's like whoa Mm -hmm. i was in a completely Mm -hmm. different headspace a completely different uh completely different person so yeah absolutely absolutely so before we get too carried away in your own words who is will j Ooh, that's a loaded question um (laughs) I think I am curious. I think I'm somebody that is constantly questioning things and observing things. I think that's why I love songwriting so much. I've always kind of existed in this place of duality where I kind of am, I'm in the moment, but I'm also observing it at the same time, if that makes sense. Okay. And I'm very Mm -hmm. much, that's why I'm so, introverted and shy and I've come out of my shell a lot but for years and years and years I was so introverted because I felt like I was in this in my own head literally watching my own life as opposed to living it okay um but now now I'm a lot more in my body and a lot more present but I -hmm. still feel that curiosity I still and that observer effect where it's like I'm constantly looking around and looking up and down Mm -hmm. and left and right everywhere and Mm -hmm. you know turning over every no stone unturned, I guess. I, I just want yeah. to, and through music as my medium, as my, uh, uh, you know, the way I uh, express myself, I want to mm-hmm. cover everything. I want to cover every possible facet of mm-hmm. emotions, of experiences, of mm-hmm. people, whatever, you know, whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say, I would say that's the main obje- uh, adjective to describe me would be curious for sure. I love that. That's yeah. that's a great. I mean, again, as someone who's been watching your career, I feel like that perfectly defines you. Because oh, I'm glad. One of the, so the first when I first discovered you, I would say it was 2018, and it was never been in love, mm-hmm. and it just came up on Spotify. I, I remember it just randomly played on Spotify, and I was like, "This shit's good." I was like, "What is this? Who is this? Like, this shit's good." And then you know that's when it started coming, and then 
I remember there was this this gap of time where you really weren't releasing a lot of new music. Yeah. And then I I always tell any music artist that I had the chance to talk to, like you or even a friend, that I believe music finds you when you really need it. Like, Absolutely. I found your album uh, almost a year after it came out, which is insane because I've been a fan of you. It's just there just must have been a reason why I was not supposed to listen to Perfectionist a year ago. Yeah. And it's it's funny because so one of the, the first lines off of Lies and Perfectionist is I said I'd never been in love. But, you know, I had like I have like that was a lie. Yeah. So I want to dive into that really quick is your album Perfectionist has a lot of these dark undertones. Mm -hmm. Um, but in a way it's, it's you looking at yourself in a mirror and, and reevaluating parts of your life that you do not like. And also kind of just saying, fuck my ego. Cause this ego is clearly getting in my way. Yes. What it always does what, to you? What was that process like? And how did you decide the track list? And like, this is it. This is, this is perfectionist. Yeah, it was, um, first of all, I appreciate that. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I, it's, it, it means a lot to hear you say that because I think nobody will ever think that their album is done or finished. You, you just kind of have to decide at some point that it's done. And it, and to me it, and yeah, I just kind of got to a place where it was like, all right, I think I don't feel like there's more to talk about, at least at this, in this iteration of who I am mm -hmm. and how, how I want to present myself to the world. Um, but to answer your question, yeah, the track list was definitely a process and there were definitely songs that came at the very, very end. There were songs, you know, by now was out, but I felt like that, that heartbreak of feeling like you're not where you thought you would be very well ties into, I think the main root of perfectionism, which is basically that, which is yeah. I feeling like a failure, feeling average, feeling like you didn't measure up to the expectations or your potential that you had as a kid. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And yeah, it was interesting too. I'd written probably two thirds of the album before it all kind of made sense in my brain that it all okay. is that perfection, the title perfectionist came to be. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I was just kind of, I knew I wanted to tap into, especially after writing Lies, I was like, okay, I think it'll be fun to kind of show people, offer people a very transparent look in the how, how my brain kind of operates and mm -hmm. the facets of my anxiety and why maybe I'm not happy, <laughs> a happy yeah. person. It, yeah. At the time, I definitely, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. have come a long way since then. And then it's mm -hmm. interesting too. Uh, so for example, I don't think I've ever actually shared this. Talking to myself was like, not even on my radar as a song that I wanted to put on that album at all. Really? Um, I'd written that song maybe two years ago, and I, I really liked the song. It was cool, yeah. but it felt... Everything else was so heavy that it just felt like it, mm. didn't, it didn't work. I didn't really mm. think about how, you know, I think a great body of work has the highs and the lows. Mm -hmm. I was very much like, I want it all to be dark. I want it to be anxiety <laughs> inducing. I want it to be yeah, like, yeah. Uh, uh -huh. you know, a trip. Uh -huh, and then, uh -huh. yeah, very last minute, I forget who it was that inspired me to put it on it, but I did. And it's since, I think, become a song that a lot of people really uh, I'm gravitated towards. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm, ha I'm really happy I did because, yeah. yeah, it was very 
it was very almost not a part of it. So mm-hmm. I would have been sad knowing that because again, it's one of the songs that I feel like in that album too, in the track list, it's, it's it gives you like a little breath of, of like of like okay, I can breathe for a minute. Yeah. Exactly. And then you're like, now we're going to talk about my body dysmorphia. You, know? <laughs> so you need the one. You need the one moment. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Funny. So when, when as a child, did you decide to yourself that this is what you're going to do? That no, like, I'm not going to go work a nine to five. I know my parents are probably going to tell me, well, this is an awful, brutal industry. Yeah. That you just said, I, it doesn't matter what, if I fail or lose, I have to do this to know that I'm living the life that I want to live. I think I was four or five. I actually have a very visceral memory of watching. Uh, did you ever see the in sync performance of the VMAs where they had the big screens with their faces on it? Of course. Yeah. That's yeah. iconic. Yeah. So I remember watching that performance and being like, I want to do that. And, and so, you kind of did. You had, you kind of had. That I did. I, I kind of did. You know, what's so funny too, is that I never got to meet him, but Joey Fatone's daughter was a fan of my old boy band. And so it was no very way. much like a, uh, okay. I, I'm still friends actually with a couple of the, the girls that kind of ran our fan club or like, well, mm, not fan mm. club, but like we're kind of fans, mm-hmm. but, but you know, they went above and beyond and yeah. you know, yeah, I yeah, consider yeah. them friends now. And mm-hmm, she was telling, one of them was telling me that Joey Fatone's daughter was a fan of us. And I just, I, I died at that. I thought that was so funny. I bet. It's like that two degree separation. You're like, literally. So yeah, no, it, was, it, it was, was almost like was awesome. the universe was like nodding to you, like, well, you're doing this. Like, like <laughs> I can't I can't give you NSYNC, but we can give you someone affiliated with NSYNC. <laughs> you know, it was such an amazing experience. I actually got lunch yesterday with our old vocal coach, who I haven't seen in five years. And <sighs> just like taking a walk down memory lane, it was it was yeah. such a fun unique experience that i'm just mm-hmm. unbelievably grateful that i had let's talk about that because i i don't know enough about that chapter of your life but it's funny when i go back and i do research i'm like oh yeah i i i knew their music i knew your music i was like there was the, the 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 iconic video with todrick when you guys mm-hmm. did disney boys that's that the main what, that's the claim to fame which i i'm obsessed with 2013 was that 2013 yeah 2013 which is like that and Sam was that it's eight years ago now. Which I know. Is... Don't even don't even say that out loud. <laughs> um, yeah, it was such a so interesting because I think it kind of marked it to me. It marks a shift in I feel like the human experience in the sense that it was kind of the beginning of the birth of social media. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I got an Instagram because of that band and people around me were starting to get, you know, it, I feel like Instagram and Twitter were both kind of a thing. It was still not a big thing. I don't know. No, no, and, no, it, it wasn't. No, because there wasn't influencers back. Then. Yeah. Um, so it is just crazy to think about how much of my life is documented on the Internet and we'll hope to be there. <laughs> um, the good and the bad, you know, I yeah. not thankfully a lot more good than bad. You know, I. Again, I'm so grateful <laughs> to have had the experience to do what I love at such a yeah. young age. You know, I got to yeah. record and write with amazing writers and producers, and I got to tour, and I got to have a you know yeah. develop a fan base and do photo shoot. Like all of the you know different aspects of being a recording artist, I got that experience, and so few people get that period. So I mm-hmm. am incredibly grateful for that but at the same time i think 
you know, it's interesting. I, there is such a correlation between that time in my life and perfectionist because it was the fuel for so much of my perfectionism because it's like here you're given this golden opportunity at such a young age and then when it's over you kind of are left with this well what do I do now is that the only shot I'm gonna get is yeah is is that it you know and for a long time I kind of had to unravel that thought that that was going to be it. Did you and, leave and not, Sorry? Did did you leave the band willingly? Was that on your Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no. It it was okay. it, it was no no issues, no uh I just I I turned 18 and I was like I've been in this group <laughs> since I was 13 years old, you know. It 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 was it was time. Wow. Yeah. It was it was just time was... for me to Okay. Long time. Wow. Um yeah. Yeah. And I started writing my own songs too around that age. And so it was, mm-hmm. it just felt like mm-hmm. the, the right thing to do. And mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, I'm just, it, it's interesting. I really have not made that uh, parallel until now. Oh, but yeah. Yeah. I really feel like what, as amazing of an opportunity as it was, and I think anybody who starts really young in the industry will tell you you get jaded very quickly and you kind of, it's so, you know, it, it's one thing to get to the, I'm not even saying we got to the top, but it's one thing to get to a certain level. It's another thing to stay there. And when you feel yourself naturally kind of slipping off for whatever reason, you know, I was a solo artist now. I didn't have the band. I was left on my own, literally on my own. I had a manager, but that was it. Um, and to go from being literally handed so much to having to yeah. fight for shit, I was like, huh, maybe I am not um, like going as strong to, as you thought you were. As strong and as well as it. as maybe destined. Did you feel as talented? It. Or oh, no, oh, it was never a okay. it was never a uh, I never questioned talent and I never questioned mm, my drive good. to do it. I okay. just think okay. Yeah, you know, you 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 kind of ride this wave, you kind of uh, of momentum, trajectory, whatever, and when it kind mm-hmm. of doesn't go the way you want, you can't help but take it personally. You can't help but feel like, yeah. huh, maybe mm-hmm. I did something or I didn't do something. Um, <laughs> yeah, and very relatable. By, I mean, by now is a perfect, that was the product of that mm-hmm. time in my life mm-hmm. where it was just like, mm-hmm. I've been doing this shit for a long ass time and I'm looking around at kids my age who are just fresh out of college just starting their careers and again so grateful that I got to start young but I'm looking at them and they're getting you know they're making advancements in their career so much faster than I did and it's like well shit don't I shouldn't I after all the work and time that I've put in like shouldn't I be experiencing those same highs too yeah it took a long time. It took a really, really long time to just find my worth again, you know, and my value as a human being aside from what I'm doing career-wise or what I'm, you know, the success that I'm experiencing because, yeah. Important for you to share that for, for people. Absolutely. Look, look at you and think that you have, every day you wake up in this good mindset and that's not real at all. Everyone... No. Yeah. But so transition, because it's perfect that you brought this up, is speaking of your 
jadedness of the industry. Yeah. So back in 2017, he you released your single, Leading Man, mm-hmm. out, of, out of your frustration towards the whitewashed casting in Hollywood. Had, so that was four years ago. What was a moment back then that you decided that this was an important song and video for you to create? And do you feel like since that moment, casting in Hollywood is being more favorable to Asian and and um, I guess all the people that aren't white? It's really interesting to see how much has changed in four years. I and it feels like not that long ago, but also a long time ago. I mean, yeah. I am in a completely different headspace than I was in 2017. <laughs> it's so funny. I was actually watching the Leading Man video with a couple of my, um, a few friends who were we were actually mm-hmm. celebrating um, Glory Days, the song I put, just put out, and mm-hmm. they had none of them had ever seen the Leading Man video, oh. and they were all just like who are you? Because they'd never seen me. Because, you know, if you've seen the video, like, you know, I'm dancing and then I have a whole, I was, it's like a borderline, like, political, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. statement that you I get made. White, you get white really, face. Yeah. No, yeah. literally. Like, I was on some <laughs> shit. And I love it. I love it. Um, you know, what is art if it isn't bold? But, um, yeah, it's, I was so annoyed with, mm-hmm the industry at that time and mm-hmm. lead you know leaving that group I was one of five and so I was very not um aware of the prejudice and kind of stereotype typing I, I don't it's not you know racism is a, is a strong word it was just more so yeah exclusion I take it as exclusion I take it as prejudice and I take it as uh well, I mean, whitewashing at the time, that's what it was. It was Scarlett Johansson yeah. being an Asian woman. It's like... Or even Matt Damon in the, or in Matt the Damon, Great yeah. Wall. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. No, it, the white savior is, is you know, <laughs> is, a, is a thing. But to your point, like, it's, it's really come a long way. And mm-hmm. I think... I am definitely hopeful for the future. I think now it needs to trickle into music. I, mm-hmm. I see so few... Asian Americans um, in the West, you know, in the music industry, like really mm-hmm. succeeding. And, and it's interesting. There's a few, definitely a few now. You know, you have Olivia Rodrigo, you have Arena uh, Sawayama, you have. I was Diva just going to bring up Rena. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Queen. Fucking love um, You have oh. uh, Conan Gray. You know, you have these kind of. Yeah. You have people that I, I can look to and I'm like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And like, even, you know, even lesser known artists that. Um, there are definitely some that are just popping up mm-hmm. and it's incredible to watch. However, there just are very few, you know, I, there aren't many more than the few that I mentioned that, mm-hmm. that are really doing it and really making an impact. And I don't think there's a lack of talented Asian artists out there. I think it's the, it's the record labels. It's, mm-hmm. um, it's the industry who hasn't really kind of, changed their tune yeah. i guess and yeah. you have bts no who is undeniably the biggest group in the world and yeah. blackpink who are also so you can't use that excuse anymore i actually have been told many times in my career that it's like oh you know maybe you should start in asia like i don't think i see that f- I, I don't see it for you here like right now what the fuck? and i i know you're you know your face is 
says it all, but it's shocking I, I to anybody who isn't. I not imagine. Yeah. Um, and that was only six years ago. So, you know, change is slow and progress is wow. slow sometimes. But listen, I am in this shit for the long haul. I, and it's, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting to see people finally g- giving Asian artists a chance. And, mm-hmm. you know, if I can be a small part of that movement, then I succeeded and I did my job. And I know I already have, but, it, you know, just yeah. I want to do it as, as much as possible. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, again, I'm biased, but I, th- I think so, yeah. I appreciate that. Well, let's talk about your songs, your music. So before we dive into the three singles that we're going to listen to, of all of your songs that you've written, what is your favorite? And the twist is, what's your least favorite and why? Okay. I... Um, I can't say that my favorite song is a song, actually the song that I'm working on today, but Mm, from released ones, I would probably (laughs) say, I would probably say by now. I think by now is the closest that I felt to true alignment with the song and where I was at at that time. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. like the marriage of that. Uh, Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, as a song like Lies would outline, I have kind of felt this disconnect at times. I felt Mm -hmm. like my who I am as a person and my stories and my truth isn't interesting enough in the context of a pop song that people can digest and relate to and love. Um, And by now it was kind of scary for me because it was very autobiographical. There was no escapism there. There was no like, let me turn this into pretty language. Like it was just like, I, this is what I went through. And the reaction that that got from not just people like in the internet, but from people that I know and work with who I respect it kind of shifted my perspective on what I'm capable of and the kind of music I want to make and the kind of emotion that I want to invoke in people. Um, So that's definitely my favorite. And my least favorite absolutely is the first song I ever put out as a solo artist called Antisocial Media. Um, I don't know that one. How do I not know that one? You're not missing out, honestly. (laughs) It's, uh, it just... I think it was it, it was a combination of things. I paid way too much for a video that looked not what I paid for. Um, is this on YouTube? Uh, I took it down, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Unfortunately for I'm me. Like, I don't feel like. I'm unfortunately like, yeah. for you that or any <laughs> the three people that might want to watch that video. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it just the song just wasn't. I don't want to say it's not a bad song at all. It's okay. just not. I, it felt like it, the song just feels like a PSA more than a song. Like oh, it's like, I see. it's like, yeah. you know, let's disconnect from the internet. Like it's just so not yeah, what yeah. I'm about. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, also I do like social media. So it just felt, <laughs> yeah. it, there's many, many, on many levels, not another not, lie, not the, not the jam. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I've never gotten asked that before. That's so fun. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, cool. So let's, Hop into listening to the first verse and chorus of three songs. We are going to be listening to Lies, By Now, and your newest single, Glory Days. Okay, so the first song we're going to listen to is Lies. Will J, what is Lies? What is Lies? Lies is, you know, super easy listening if you just feel like, you know, just (laughs) going on a walk and you're feeling good about who you are and no uh lies lies, lies. I, exa- <laughs> got you um lies is 
I guess kind of the unraveling of the persona that I was trying to put on um, for years. You know, I, I just, mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of let people in on, I guess, the anxiety that I had felt to present myself in a certain way and mm-hmm. to write about only a small group of topics that I felt were relatable and, you know, approachable and, I was still shaking off the persona that I had created being in I am five of this, like always smiling, you know, I'm happy and everything's great. And, um, yeah, it, it, and that a lot of times was a completely fabricated, you know, I'm not saying that I wasn't yeah, happy, yeah. but it was very much, mm-hmm. I need to put on a character cause that's what people like. Um, what I thought people would like. And so Mm -hmm. I guess lies is kind of me admitting to myself that I have been lying in certain aspects and, and Mm -hmm. not just in that, but in my daily life, it was Mm -hmm. hard for me to kind of be honest with people, never in a malicious way, but just, Mm -hmm. I felt unsure and insecure with who I was. And so by nature of that, I'm not going to be a hundred percent honest because I was afraid of how people would perceive me like the real version of me. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's take a listen to lies. kind of started out as a joke I didn't go to college what would I know about student loans just wanted you all to relate to me most of my songs aren't true I faked heartbreak I didn't go through even when I told you I'd never been in love I already was just wanted you all to relate to me So yeah, what, what what is your favorite part about lies? Whether it's your favorite lyric, part of the production, anything listening back that resonates, just like one takeaway from listening to that. You know, I actually really like a lot of different things about that song. I think Mm -hmm. obviously the first verse and kind of how I kind of shed the version Mm -hmm. of myself that I think people had thought I was up until that point. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a cool thing artistically for me to do. It kind of has opened up a world for me to explore in terms of subject matter, in terms of uh, just everything really. Um, Mm -hmm. I remember playing that song for a friend of mine and he said the production sounded like a transformer. And I was like, I'm kind of into that. Like, especially, I think in the chorus where it's like, dun, 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 like, it's like, it's kind of like a robot oh, kind of like okay. yeah. assembling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I okay. honestly, like you, I never would have thought of that in a million years. But <laughs> I'm like, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really think that song, um, to this, and I mean, to this day, it's definitely one of my, a lot of people's favorites of mine and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think it's just cool that 
similarly, similarly to by now, I'm like kind of bearing my soul in a way that I was very nervous to do and very uh, mm-hmm. apprehensive of at first. And so for it to be well received mm-hmm. and obviously numbers don't matter, but I'm, I'm more talking in terms of people, the messages that I got after putting out that song. Similarly to yeah. by now, it was like, oh, wow, this kind of connection is what I'm about. Like mm-hmm. to make music that really stops people in their tracks. And totally. I have to tell you really quick before I mm-hmm. forget. Um, so the reason why I picked that song off of Perfectionist was because when I told my friends that I was going to be interviewing you, my one friend, Nick, he knew of you, but he's like sent me his latest album. And he's a very joyful person, never has much like drama, you know? And What's so when he like? he like listened, to the whole, so he listened, I know, literally. So he, he listened to the whole album and he goes, I'll be honest, Sam, I didn't really resonate because it was all like, you know, it's dark and sad. He's like, but to, for Will to be in like an indie artist, but have that kind of production on the entire album, he's like, that was the most insane production from a small artist he's like, I've ever heard. Yeah. So props to you for that. So well, props to the that. and props to the producers that worked on that. You know, it's mostly mm-hmm. all my really good friends, and so mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I'm very fortunate to be surrounded by incredibly talented people. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's awesome. Okay. okay, so the next song, <laughs> which is also very sad, um, but it might be my favorite song of yours. So we've been teasing it for 30 minutes now. Is by now. <laughs> Yeah. And I don't think we need to explain what by now is because we've already talked about it many times. Yeah. So let's just dive right in and let's listen to by now. Let's get uh, and uh, we'll try not to cry. <laughs> let's get a little existential up in here. Mm-hmm. I don't talk to anyone from high school. Cause I dropped out freshman year. Signed a record deal and made an album. No one's ever gonna hear. Now they've all graduated college. I never left this studio Memories of half my life are missing I still haven't written anything you know But I'll keep breaking my own heart And finding ways to make it out I'm still not where I wanna be So what more do you want from me? I should have been somebody by now I should have been somebody by now Not a damn thing's changed And nothing it goes by, no one knows my name I should have been somebody Whoo! Damn. All right, let me stop that before we get into the, like the second verse, which gets deep. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's so interesting because, like I said, I I'm not really in that headspace anymore. I found mm-hmm. a lot of, mm-hmm. I feel successful for the first time in my life, which is pretty crazy to say because I just yeah. spent so long really thinking that I not failed, but that I didn't measure up to what mm-hmm. I expected. And I think a lot of people mm-hmm. resonate with that. And I think that's why that song yeah. is so special to me is, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I detailed my experience as a mu- you know, musician who's been at this since I was a teenager and, mm-hmm. you know, going through that comment section, that video and people coming up to me in real life and uh, my friends and family talking about 
ways that they feel like they didn't measure up or ways that they feel like their life took a turn in a way that uh, felt disappointing or didn't feel like what they wanted. Um, it was really eye-opening for me. So, yeah. yeah, I think that'll always be, if not my favorite song, it'll always be in the top, top five. Yeah. Cause... So, so I need to tell you now, now okay. that we just listened to it, how that song changed my life. So it was three months ago. Um, I had been working at a production studio for three and a half years. Um, you know, I've been a video editor, a professional video editor for most of my life. Um, and I took it to the next step and I like was working nine to five. And when I joined it, I signed contracts that I thought were the right contracts to sign that I would even be making good money and making a good living. And my boss for years just played with my head and got me in this space of without me, you will be nothing. You'll never be successful outside of this studio. You know, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have the career you have. And for years, he would beat me down because he knew the light that was inside of me. Like he knew yeah. if Sam steps out of this, he's going to be successful. But I, I want that here. So instead of like watering that and growing it, he was like, let me chop down that tree, which is stupid. But so it was three months ago and I had been putting so much money into starting my own LLC and starting my own company and nothing was taking off and I was getting super depressed and I moved into a new city trying to, you know, think maybe being around creative people will help me and nothing was working. And I remember there was the week that I discovered Perfectionist and I remember I got in this huge fight with a friend and I felt like everything in my life was starting to just fall apart. Like everything that I was trying to do just wasn't working. And that song came to me and it came on the track list and I got to it. I remember standing right in this window right here, looking out, listening to it. And well, I just sobbed. Oh I remember standing in that window and I just sobbed because especially the part where you talk about your dad being sick and you're like, I can't miss another fucking show. I never see my dad. He lives in Colorado, but my entire life, my parents have been divorced and I see my dad maybe once a year if I'm lucky. Yeah. And I've always told myself everything I do in my life, I want to do to make my dad proud. Like I wear mm -hmm. the necklace he gave me when I was five years old and it says, Sam, I love you down the back. So hearing that line, I was, I, I remember in that window, I said, fuck this. I'm going to do anything I can to make my life have a purpose. And I looked around and I thought, I have a microphone. For a living, I interview people in a, in a different setting. Yeah. And I, I like being on camera. So fuck it. I'm starting my own talk show. So like, who am I, who's going to give me permission? No one. I'm just going to do it myself. Absolutely. And, and that was it. And that was it. And I listened to that song today on my walk. And it's funny, same thing. I was expecting to be like, oh, I'm like, no, because in three months, my entire life has turned upside down. I quit my day job. I'm working for myself. I have amazing clients and I'm interviewing the person who was the beginning of all this. So by now I'm better, you know? <laughs> wow. That, I mean, to me, it's like hearing you share all that is like, Mm -hmm. I that song could be could have been heard by 10 people and it's like well yeah. I did what it had to, I it did what it had to do you know it, it yeah mm -hmm. it yeah I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of speechless right now that's pretty that's pretty amazing <laughs> and 
yeah, yeah look at you now. It's just mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. I, but I got out of that awful space and said, fuck all of that negative noise. I'm making a purpose for my life. So yeah. So there's that. So. Well, that's amazing. I mean, and listen, I mean, that's where magic happens when you kind of I'll open yourself up to the possibility of it existing is mm-hmm. that's when it happened. Literally when it happens. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, and it's so funny too, like that song, <laughs> you know, so much of it came from a place of, oh God, the industry doesn't know I exist. And then I put out mm-hmm. that song and then like, I was just getting hit up constantly by people. Yeah. And like, I actually, yeah. and a lot of amazing opportunities came from that song. And so mm-hmm. it's just so funny, a song about feeling like I have no opportunities, presented opportunities for it. And, <laughs> and so uh-huh. it, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's amazing what music can do. It just, it's just yeah. so, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's wild. <laughs> okay, so let's take it up a notch and let's listen to Glory Days. Great. Which is Something happy. A- let's do it. <laughs> well, literal bop. bittersweet, but still. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> happy right, Let's listen to Glory Days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Happy Earth. I've been thinking a lot about the seventh grade. We were best in Dr. Dre. Da 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 da. Reminiscent, no responsibilities. Tearing up our skinny jeans. We thought we were the coolest shit ever. Did some stupid shit together. Nights we got wasted. Jumping the lake, man. It's been forever. After all this time, now and then you cross my mind. I tried such a change of pace yeah (laughs) i love that song it's a it just makes me feel like warm and and that Mm -hmm. and that song came from kind of what i was talking about earlier just came from a place Mm of just light i guess like a lighter Mm -hmm. feeling than so much of the other stuff Mm -hmm. did so Mm -hmm. yeah i have to ask though because i know your friend with Mm -hmm. jordy that yes. sounds so similar to his music. Have you produced music for him or was it just you guys work with the same people? Um, so fun fact, I did you know that I actually co-wrote some of his earlier stuff? No, no. Okay. Mm-mm. So I co-wrote Fun. Just Friends with Will. <gasps> That's one yeah. of my favorite songs by him. No way. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, it's and awesome. we we're actually roommates. It's so wild. Such a small world. Wait, wait, um, when? Like how long ago? 2017 and 2018. Oh, okay. So, that, that, my yeah, God, that makes so much sense. Fun. Okay, world. cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, he's, um, he, yeah, I mean, he does, yeah, he does that happier pop so music fun. so well. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, no, uh, your question was if we work with the same people. Yeah, we, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Johnny Shore produced that song and he's done some okay. stuff for Jordy too. So, okay, uh, yeah, it, it's, it, a, it. it's a, it's a small world out here in Los Angeles. I mean, obviously, people just gravitate to the right energy. Yeah. Outside of music, what's what brings you joy? A lot of things. Um, I really love. My mom's a librarian, so I really love reading and books and oh, just literature. Sick. And yeah. Fun. Um, okay. What's your favorite I, book? Like off off the cuff. Oh, ooh, favorite book. Oh, that's so funny because I I 
now have the immediate favorite movie and favorite uh, song answer. Favorite book. Um, <laughs> probably The Alchemist. Have you ever read that? No, I, I know of it. I've never read yeah. it, though. That's a really, that's a pretty game-changing okay. book. Um, well, just kind of it's taps funny. into just that we're magical as human beings and yeah. that anything is possible. Mm-hmm. You were saying? Well, it's funny. Whenever anyone brings that book up, it makes you think of the, the anime, the Full Metal Alchemist, which mm. is nothing like, because that, that's like my favorite anime. So whenever everyone says the Alchemist, I'm like the Full Metal. They're like, no. I'm like, got oh, it. I need, to, I need to write that down. <laughs> full, full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Really? Oh my God. It's like a story. It's so fucking good. So off topic, but like anyone out there, Full Metal Alchemist is like top tier. And there's two versions. I'll have to send you the, like the right version because there's okay. one that goes by the comics and there's one that doesn't. You have to definitely do the one that like is like to buy the, the comic. comics. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. Okay. So final question before we close okay. out. Yeah. What is one thing in your career that you've been manifesting that has not happened yet, but you hope to happen soon? Um, I would say really amazing live shows. Because I haven't really, in my time as a solo artist, really had the opportunity to do a lot of that. Um, yeah, which I think is crazy. Yeah, it's, you know, it's fine. I, I, I kind of surrender to, you know, the right timing. And I know that I'm mm-hmm. certainly putting the energy out there for it to happen. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm focusing on what I can control. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that it'll happen. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's definitely mm-hmm. the main thing that I dream about is just touring and you know playing festivals and just just getting to because that's the that's the real aspect of being a musician and being a singer songwriter Mm -hmm. is when you get to see the people in the crowd and the real faces Mm -hmm. and it's not the numbers and it's not the likes and it's not the people in a Mm -hmm. boardroom telling you what to do Mm -hmm. or the you know you know that that isn't the real shit and that's not what fuels Mm -hmm. me what fuels me is feeling like i am making that connection with people and yeah. Getting to be, you know, a small part of maybe the soundtrack to their lives. I, I love that's yeah. the kind of way I like to phrase it. Like, and you know, mm-hmm. your story that you shared about how by now impacted you and at the time that you needed it to. Mm-hmm. It's like, I would love to be that for as many people as possible that will, yeah. Yeah. you know, receive mm-hmm. my music and listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, well thank you so so much for coming on the shmi show is there any last takeaways you want to tell the audience um first of all thank you so much for having me this was really i've had more i I had more fun doing this than i probably (laughs) have maybe ever done an interview just because i feel like (laughs) i don't know it just felt it felt like a i don't know it it, it was really in-depth and it was really like Oh, thank you. It, it's nice to feel like you, you're understanding where I'm coming from and isn't these kind of blanket mm-hmm. questions of like, you know, mm-hmm. what's next, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. like tell us about, tell us about your <laughs> single, you know? It, it's so yeah. much of it is so, yeah. you know, you, mm-hmm. so I really appreciate that. Um, but you. yeah, I think the biggest takeaway is just I am going to continue to put out music. I'm going to continue mm-hmm. to push myself and challenge myself mm-hmm. uh, to tackle a new aspect mm-hmm. of being a human being and hopefully <laughs> if you want to be a witness to that or be a you know <laughs> engage you're yeah. more than welcome to i <laughs> i definitely um i hope that this next version of myself will 
be even better than what how people see me now and yeah and not even better or in sense of like I'm trying to compete with mm-hmm. myself but I definitely think that I I find myself today as a human being evolving and I think the music reflects that and I hope that Love people it. will want to evolve with me I guess that's that's the main Sweet. takeaway yeah all right well tell people where they can find your music and yeah um plug it all everywhere internet spotify apple music mm-hmm. youtube any anywhere that mm-hmm. has music i think it's there so yeah all right sweet have a great rest of your day will thank you, you so much again and i will talk to you soon talk to you soon thank you bye